Hi, this is Emily. And this is Maddie. And this is Spill the Mead. Spill the Mead. I got really nasally there. Like, I think we got all up in my nose. I don't how I was going to say Bitch, the pot, the tea is hot. It's so hot. And this is Spill the Mead. A history gossip podcast. Welcome to it. And I'm so excited for this episode. I'm so excited for all of Maddie's episodes, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, I need to stop saying that because I feel like it's just a given. Like, I'm excited. I feel I'm like always I, excited. I feel like I say that in the beginning of all of your Oh my gosh, too. always. We're always <laughs> like, even... I'm so excited. It's and... like, yeah, you guys are always fucking excited. We are. I never <laughs> even so know are. what your topic is. And I'm nope. just like, oh, here we go. Because you're I'm always d- like, you're going to love this. You oh, always yeah. give like a hint. Like, yep. this one's wild. Or yeah, this or this one's, one's like, funny. Ooh, or yes silly or like yeah or it's like crazy yeah and that's like literally all i give you 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 give me my titles and that's what gets me all stoked i'm like oh like i know who the topic but i know nothing about the topic so i'm very excited well the topic is the queen of sheba and i feel pretty confident in saying that no one knows a lot about the topic because wow what an enigma i the only thing I ever hear about the Queen of Sheba is like the little reference people will make of like someone being hoity-toity and you say like, well, you're not the Queen of Sheba, you you know? I'm walking in here like like you're the Queen Queen of Sheba. Sheba. And that's literally all I've ever heard. Yeah. Ever. Honestly, like... She was really wonderful. And so if anyone ever does really? say, I mean, uh, from what I found, there's not a ton out there. Yeah. But if anyone ever does say like, and you're just acting like you're the queen of Sheba. Wow. What a compliment. Yeah. Because like, she's really great. It, it does. It always said like, that saying always sounds like, you know, ugh, and you just think that you're so much better or something. Mm-hmm. No, like just that is absolutely just not like accurate yeah not really again like a bit of a disclaimer on this one there's so many variations of legends and stories about her life and her reign and it's mostly gossip and intrigue because we just don't know Ooh, we don't even know if she was real um wow yeah no that's wild yeah she's a figure from ancient history and mythology who was believed to have lived in the 10th century of bc but that's fucking old it's super old (laughs) and there are uh, people out there who believe that she was a real person and some that believe that maybe she was we had another episode like that right where we were like maybe they're not even real was it saint valentine it was kind of like there's a lot ends. of St. Valentine's. We don't know, like, And who? Ragnar, too, I feel. Ragnar, And it's like, yeah. no, fuck that. He's real. Like, everyone can, you can suck my dick fight on that one. me. Yeah. I'll <laughs> fight you. It's Aries season, baby, and I'm an Aries. I'll fight you on that. Ragnar yeah. is real, mm-hmm. and he saved mm-hmm. a princess from a dragon. Yep. Was it a dragon? It was a dragon. Yep. I don't fully, is it, was it? He wore saggy pants. Yes. Yeah, I remember that. Harry saggy britches. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, then did Harry the dragon, like, it, like, spit poison or something. Yes. And, and the, we the were pants like, saved him. Yeah, and we were like, listen, like, it, maybe it wasn't a dragon per se, but it was, like, a very large amphibian mm-hmm. of Who just loved that princess and wanted yeah. to protect her. So. Maybe it was just a scary dog. And you know what? It, myths be doing what they do. And maybe it just, like... 
got out of it. The rumors got out of control. That yeah. rumor mill. <laughs> or maybe like one person was like, oh my gosh. And like the person guarding her was so mean. They're pretty much a dragon. And, someone and was then like, someone oh, missed her. A dragon. Yep. And yeah. oh, that would be me. I'd be like, a dragon. Did you say dragon? No, don't tell me. It was a dragon. Yeah. And then I'm going around town being like, they fought a fucking yeah. dragon. And then you tell me and I say like, Ragnar Lothrock decapitated a dragon? <laughs> it just keeps going to it. Yep. Oh yeah, absolutely. We don't, we, we, we don't do that. We research everything very thoroughly. I mean, for this, but <laughs> yeah. like, we are very dramatic people. Oh gosh, so. yeah. That's why you're here. We like to, you know, yeah. exaggerate for the sake of storytelling sometimes. And, then, and that's great. Ragnar, <laughs> he sailed across the sea and in the year of yeah that's not the shit that you're here no. for you're here for and ragnar fucking saggy pants yeah What's cut a, that dragon's head off he's a fucking pisces in uh-huh. love with everything he sees and is he hot what are we ragnar what are we <laughs> he's hot <laughs> anyways he's a Viking. he's hot i am on i'm in the camp that the queen of sheba is real yeah she's real because i that's just how we i'm always going to choose to believe that the person's real that i'm always gonna believe that the reddit stories we read are a hundred percent based oh, in fact yes yeah this is all based in fact to me oh yeah no i hate it when people are like it's not even real on reddit i'm like oh, can i just believe please <laughs> like can why you, you let to, me live bitch? Yeah, like dude why do you have to kill the reddit magic yeah exactly like, yeah so you know what it probably happened to someone somewhere so yeah, it's so, real why don't you yep. eat my ass <laughs> so this one i i'm going with she is real um but we are going to talk about the different texts and stuff that she is in, mentioned in okay cool. um and then there is a couple places that claim her like no she's from here Ew. no she's from here and we're going to talk about that and why they think that and you know i got an opinion so you'll hear Good. all about that too Ooh, yes. yes this was a really fun um instagram suggestion someone like slid in the dms and was like really? i'd love to hear your guys's take on this and so now here we I are i didn't know that i know it was a long time ago and so i went and i <laughs> scrolled for so long and found Good it for you, and i'm sure there was an easier way but i'm 90 if you're new here i can't work technology at all it's all it's emily doing yeah. this yeah. i like barely got my mic to screw onto the table here yeah and if you're new here maddie's a grandma and i'm the one who's chronically online I <laughs> like that's it. our bit <laughs> yeah, look at us we're on opposite sides here yeah so i'm sure there was an easier way to do it but i scrolled and i found it and i was like just so you know we didn't forget and it's coming out Yay! next week so if you were the one you know who you are. Thank you so much. Shout this out was to you. so fucking interesting. Mm-hmm. So here, let's get into it. So mm-hmm. the Queen of Sheba, 10th century BC. She's mentioned in several religious texts, and that's where we're getting most of our info on her. Um, so she is mentioned in the Hebrew Bible, the Christian Bible, and the Quran. And that's a lot. And at least, like, there's also other things getting passed down about her. You you can't tell me she's in these three separate books and that she just wasn't at least the tiniest bit of real. Right? Um, She's also, I didn't mention it in this lineup because it's technically not a religious text, but she's also mentioned in the Ethiopian national epic as well which we're also going to talk about that sounds, this is a lot of stuff that why she's does that sound in. so fucking cool because it's so what is fucking the ethiopian cool. national epic i'm gonna tell you all about it it's really cool. well not all epic. about it but i'm gonna mention it i Ooh. wish i knew all about it that Let's, could be its own yeah episode. can we really talk more about epics just in general just in general if his story is called an epic 
It's epic. It's, it's epic. amazing. I want to hear, hear all about it. Okay, I want okay. to hear all about yeah, it. And I want to hear all about the yes. queen, our queen of Sheba. So, yes. Yeah, so the stories that are mentioned in the um, Bible and the Quran are pretty similar. The Quran has a little bit more like mysticness. Ooh, okay, yeah. Is that right? Mysticness? Mystical mm-hmm. mystical qualities. There okay. we go. Sure, yeah. Behind it. Um, but they're very, very similar. So um, this story of the Queen of Sheba, the legends, she has been the subject of so many tales over the centuries because of the lack of concrete evidence of her existence. Okay. However, um, like I said, there's a lot of people out there that are like, no, she existed. There's just a plethora of archaeologists out there that believe that she existed. And they oh, are all cool. digging right now to find her, to find proof of her. Ooh. They just haven't made it back far enough yet because, That's you know, a fucking long time ago. Yes. And so, and there's two particular places that we'll get to where they're like, nope, she was here. Nope, she was here. And they both kind of claim her. They both have a really strong claim to it. But um, in one of the places, archaeologists are like really working at. They're like, okay, we've made it down to, I don't, now I don't remember like what century they've made it down to, but they've got a ways to go. They're like, we're going to find her. We're going to find her. So do you have like a solid belief on like where you think of like these places that claim her, like which one you think has the bigger claim? Or the more legitimate claim? Yes. I have a solid opinion on where I think she was from. Cool, cool, cool. Yes. Okay, yeah. good. And good. both of their claims are very valid. Okay, really great. Cool. I love a strong opinion. So. Ugh, yes. So she has been portrayed in art, literature, and film as this tall, very tall, Ooh. beautiful, smart, and powerful woman. Um, there was a whole film made in the 60s called like Queen of Sheba and Solomon. We'll get into their whole thing as well. So she has been portrayed out there. Um, I think I'm already in love with her. No, you're going to be in love with her. She's really cool. I think I've got the hots Ooh. for Sheba. Whether she was real or not, though, she is definitely seen as a symbol of exoticism and feminine power. Like Ooh. that is like her thing. Oh, girl. We love her. Mm -hmm. So, like I said, there's been various stories and legends about her, which a lot of them were, like, a little hard to track down. Um, But, again, this... I feel pretty confident. I feel really confident in saying that this, by far, was the most difficult episode to research that I've done so far. It was I do, just difficult. I, I think, like, the one thing you've mentioned about this episode is that you realize, like, that you thrive on a historical, like, person, just in general, that is extremely, like, fact-based. Yeah, I'm Yeah, really... even if those facts are hard to find, because you're good at finding, like, a hard-to-find fact, but, like... The things that are like, maybe it happened, maybe it didn't. Those ones are, they're hard. No, that's like, it's like a different wheelhouse. I told Emily about this. I was like, God, I need to stay in my fucking lane because you are really good at these types of episodes where I'm like, yeah, if it's a person with a bunch of stuff on them, I'm good at sifting through. But when it's just this complete enigma, I'm like, I don't know how to. I just love like the thing I love about doing an episode on someone like that is like, I live Literally, like with Ragnar, it's like, okay, there's multiple accounts of this, like, story. There's, like, a couple different versions. I just, like, pick my favorite. 
Yeah. Because like for simplicity's sake, I'm not going to give you five different versions of the same story. No, I'm just going to pick the best one, the most dramatic, the one with most detail. I'm just going to like pick it and we're going to roll with it. And I will say in that episode, like I picked my favorite and And we all just roll with it. This is why if this ever happens again and I like look into someone who is a little more mysterious like this, I'm just Mm going to hand it right over to you because let me tell you the way that you're going to hear multiple different (laughs) stories like, it's wow, I did the opposite. I'm going to tell you No, I'm just version. like, I don't know. I don't know what to pick. I don't know. What the <laughs> fuck happened? I don't fucking know. I'm going to give you everything I heard. Blah. Anyways, yeah. so um, hang in there with this one. And then I'm going to leave it to Emily for the next <laughs> one. I didn't know. I got in way too deep before I was like, oh, my gosh. Do people not think that she's a real person? Like, I was way too oh, far in. Or well, else I would have been like, Emily, I, I fucked up. Know Take this one. how we're, like, so on the same page lately of, like, you picked a really, like, silly story and you did, like, the greatest prank of all time. And then I picked a really silly one with, like, the emu the war. Emu. And then you picked one that you're like, oh, this is out of my wheelhouse. Nostradamus is out of my wheelhouse because there's, like, a lot of fact. Like, he has a lot of solid like things he has written his journals and it's just like a lot of information to go through and it's all solid information it's things that definitely he said but it's like a lot to go through and like and i as i have been doing this i'm like having the time of my life to be clear just like you did with sheba but it it was like i did love it no next time i come across someone like this i'm gonna be like oh listen maddie like i'm gonna stop right here and I'm going to learn nothing more about this person so you can surprise me because there's like a lot going on here. No, and you it's... know how to sift through a lot of information and like pick out the important parts. I'm good at sifting through the enigma oh, and, no, you and just, picking out like the best story. You just like tell it so well. Oh, anyways, you. did you guys want to listen to this to yeah, hear how much mm-hmm. we like love each other? And <laughs> like, you're yeah. just so good. <laughs> you're just yeah. so love I'm your really telling. excited for your Nostromus episode. Be, yeah, this you're gonna rock it. it. I'm excited for this. This, this wouldn't be what it is if we weren't just like always fucking stoked for the other person's yeah, story. No, I'm always stoked. I will be forever. And I'm excited for you to hear this. I think yeah, you're gonna okay, like it. Tell me more. Just about in the future. Yes. I'm taking more Shebas, you're taking more Nostradamuses, yes, and that is fine. But we're going to rock these two episodes out. Yeah, hang in um, there with us, guys. They're going to be great. I know they're they going to be great. Um, so what you were probably thinking is, where the hell is Sheba? Where the hell? You could tell me literally anywhere in the world, and I'd be like, okay, yeah. Yeah, Um. so we don't know. Okay, we yeah. We're just going to start. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to start right now on yeah. the whole, like, weed out now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but people, the the widest accepted answer of that is it was possibly located in the Southern Arabian Peninsula or in the Aksumite Empire situated in Northern Ethiopia. Ooh. Now, I'm Those going... Those are sexy places. They're such sexy places. And mm-hmm. I'm going to post a map... Um, just if you're not familiar with this region, because whew, Africa and the Middle East are right there, man. Like Egypt literally connects um, Ethiopia and the, well, Ethiopia is now landlocked by what is now Somalia. 
oh okay that's yeah. a whole yeah, yeah, thing yeah. that we're not gonna get into with that <laughs> yeah. like ter- i tried i was like well if i could just like summarize the territorial wars there i cannot summarize no. that it mm-hmm. was so much but um well yeah we'll get into that one day one day today's not but the day ethiopia is right there right you know and um there's like a small peninsula that goes across um that goes into yemen So that's kind of where we're dealing with. And so modern day Ethiopia and Yemen are the two places that claim her. They're like, no, she is from Ethiopia. Mm -hmm. No, she is from Yemen. Okay, yeah. And so so we're going to get into some more theories on where Sheba was in a bit and why both Yemen and Ethiopia have a really solid claim to the Queen of Sheba. So put put a pin in that. We're going to first talk about the legendary beauty and charm of the Queen of Sheba. That is what she was known for. So appearance-wise, obviously we don't know a ton, Mm -hmm. but she was likely um, of North African descent or of like Middle Eastern type of descent. So during this time... Um, the Ethiopian populations had families with Egyptians and um, people from Israel and people mm-hmm. from Syria. And so there's a possibility that she could have shared some of that ancestry as well, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Because it was very normal for, you know, everybody to be creating families together at that point. Yeah, I thought beautiful. Right? Yeah. It's just beautiful The people. borders. <laughs> oh my. I was going to say, okay, so she's tall, dark, and gorgeous. Yeah, all, yeah. pretty much. Yep. Even though. Many Western depictions of her portray her as white, which is like the biggest <laughs> fucking eye roll of my life. Her and Jesus, man. Like, I was what just are about we to doing? say, like Jesus. Yeah, it's like she didn't, what? No. Mm-hmm. She would have been dark skinned, likely very dark skinned. Oh, yeah, yeah. And like, a- again, like depending on where, if you're like leaning towards the Yemen side or leaning mm-hmm. towards the Ethiopia side or wh- where you think she was from. Um, I did learn that Ethiopia um, was known as kind of this gateway to the Middle East almost because mm-hmm. there was just a very small peninsula. Again, I will um, show photos. I'm like gesturing to our map right now. We have, we have a big us, yeah. tapestry up on the wall that's a map. So I'm just a like very pointing at map. it to Emily. Very inaccurate old map. It's very <laughs> inaccurate, but like the general shape of these countries or like continents are the same. And I Until know- it comes to America that like half exists. Yeah, they're very old map. They really did wipe out um, half of them. America. That's there, okay. Yeah. We know that at least. Yeah, but th- this is the anyways. Yeah, that's area. what that's what matters. Um, but even the uh, Ethiopian like dialect and things like that, and like the way that the people look. I watched a lot of documentaries and stuff. Like they they look a little bit more like middle eastern and like their dialects and stuff so it really was kind of this gateway okay so when we're talking about like ethiopia versus yemen don't put them in too much of a far away ballparks you know like don't put the countries are very close they're very close and again like at this time the ethiopian populations were intermixing with egypt and syria so we have a really really people love people beautiful mix of people here so she was likely very dark-skinned um She's most famous. So when pe- when you hear those sayings, stop acting like you're the Queen of Sheba. Don't come in here like a Queen of Sheba. It's because she was most famous for her extreme wealth. Like, so 
fucking rich. It's like not even funny. So I tried to do a little deep dive to see what, you know, um, clothes and jewelry for the very wealthy back then would have looked like. (gasps) And obviously it's 10 you know, BC. <laughs> so yeah. nothing really exists. But I did, I have found some stuff. So she would have been, think it's, this is warm weather. Mm-hmm. So think something, you know, a little warm. lighter, a very light. Okay. It's super, super colorful. Like the colors <gasps> oh, of cloth yay! were very big here. And Ooh. like the more dyes you had <laughs> and all of that. Um, Super intricate patterns as well in mm. all of her clothing. And, um, adornments adornments like up the ass like if she was wearing like a dress like think of like a beaded dress over that dress we got some tassels yeah like we got some we got beautiful and then on top of that the jewelry yay jewelry was it like really chunky oh god yes they're old gems and precious stones and gorgeous yeah and gorgeous headdress type things like that just think Like I said in the um, beginning, she's known as like this exoticism thing. And you'll see why. Because she traveled somewhere to meet with someone. And it's a a big thing. And so she just, oh, God. Beautiful tropical bird of a human. She would have been colorful a glistening gorgeous. sight and tall just catches your eye catches and, like, your eye does not release it oh she Ugh. would have stood out and like wear the wealth of her country for all to see i love know? an aesthetic queen of sheba and you are an aesthetic she girl. is an aesthetic <laughs> so there are some legends out there i i saw it mentioned in a lot uh, mostly documentaries where i couldn't track down their original sources which was kind of too bad um but there were talks that she possessed some magical powers or was like a sorceress god i'm just like more obsessed with her every sentence that goes by like what (laughs) right she's magic too again i'm a witch i'm guessing that these ones were a little more passed down because again Mm. it was hard to find but i did find three different accounts of her having some sort of like sorcery or magical power behind her so number one to believe it in the ethiopian epic which we'll talk about later um the queen of sheba is described as having the ability to transform into a serpent at will (laughs) just whenever whenever she feels like it oh my god um the second one is she's sometimes associated with the ancient practice of divination and she's said to have possessed a magic mirror that could reveal the future yeah, there's the number fuck? two. And She's then so cool. number three in some of the Islamic traditions, we mentioned the Quran and stuff. So mm-hmm. in those traditions, she is said to have been a jinn. Do you know what a jinn is? I have definitely heard of a jinn before. I did not until the last time I got my hair done because the girl that does my hair is of like Persian descent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she, this was the first time it was mentioned. And then I looked into this and then it came up again. It was so weird. I'm going to do a whole episode about jinns. But what they are is um, in Islamic traditions, they're a supernatural being made of smokeless flame. So think almost like a genie. I literally was going to say, I don't want to sound stupid, but isn't it like similar to a genie at it, least? Okay, yes, I'm so glad the, that that wasn't like way off. Base. No, no, you were totally right. The most popular jinn um, and one of the first ones mentioned was in 
um, A Thousand Arabian Nights. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's yep. our modern day Aladdin yes, story yeah. with the genie. Yeah. And so some people thought that she was one of those. Oh. Yeah. So. <laughs> so Ew, cool. Yes. But those those are the only things I couldn't find any more detail or any more stories. Like that, huh. those were just the glimpses that I could find. Okay. Um, however, like I said, there are a, a little more magical aspects to some version of the of the Solomon stories, which we're going to get into the Solomon stories. So stay tuned for that. That's pretty okay. much all we've got <laughs> on her, like that is consistent across, right, okay. you know? Yeah. Um, so there's just the tales of the queen's vast kingdom and riches, including gold, precious stones, all of that spices and exotic animals. Is something that she just had an abundance of. So with that being said, let's talk about the claims that Ethiopia and Yemen have to her. So the biggest claim from Ethiopia, because again, this is going to be made a little more clear when we talk about the Solomon stories, but she's going to make a journey to meet Solomon, spoiler alert. And that is consistent across the Hebrew Bible, the Christian Bible, the Quran, all of it. She mm-hmm. goes to see Solomon and King Solomon. And um, she brought with her just so many spices, just this outrageous amount of spices and so much frankincense, like in particular. Huh. And frankincense is super fucking expensive. And it comes from Ethiopia. Like, oh, this is there. I, I saw yeah. in a, I watched a whole documentary on how they like harvest this frankincense. They still do it the exact same way. Ooh, I it's love so that. fucking cool. Yeah, it's oh, and they have like whole families like in there, like just like the um the boys and men go out and like harvest it all, and then they bring it back, and like the women sit there and like process it and like refine it all down until it's like ready to go. Oh my god! And that's from Ethiopia, Still like a family ordeal. It is, and she would have. I mean. <laughs> If you're in Ethiopia, you would have had access to not just frankincense, all of like these different spices from this area in particular. Okay, yeah. So that's that's a you know that's one of their claims. They also have different religious um, ruins still standing up that kind of like allude to her and that kind of thing. Um, and in Yemen, they have this place. And it's it's very secluded and very hard to get to. You and I will probably never see it. Mm-hmm. Um, people braved it for the documentary, but they had to have like the mayor or the governor with them and like armed military to like get access to these places. Okay. Um, but I'll post pictures because in the middle of the Yemen desert, there was once this dam. This dam was twice the size of the Hoover Dam. What? Massive. And the the towers of it still stand. So, like, you can see how massive it was. Oh, my God. So, in religious texts, the uh-huh. Queen of Sheba was said to have ruled over the two paradises. This dam... In the middle of the desert. Again, I hope I can find photos. If not, I'll link the documentary I watched. Yeah. Because in the middle of the desert, this dam created a literal oasis. Oh, And the water, they um, diverted it off into two different sides. And so it created these two lush green 
like phthalates. And even today, it's still green. Not like super green because the dam's gone, but like it's in the middle of the desert and there is like patches of green. It is like permanently affected the like ecological system going on there. Absolutely. Yeah. And so the fact that she was from these two paradises and like these two dams like form these like two oases in the middle of the desert. Yeah. They also have really old ruins that allude to her being there. And get this get this the writing on these religious um ruins are the same and there are these they can't read them anymore because the language is gone and dead hate that shit but in ethiopia and in yemen Mm -hmm. it is the exact same writing whoa that's not anywhere else okay so there's there's something so when I was watching, I also, just so everyone knows, I did not just watch one documentary. <laughs> That's where all of this is coming from. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to refer to the documentary also, a couple more times. Also, some are like just plethoras of information well, that is like super extremely relevant. I watched this one. Again, I can link it. And it was this guy who was literally on the search for the Queen of Sheba. And he visited these places in Ethiopia and Ooh. in Yemen. Ooh, that and was so, like a fun one. Right? And mm-hmm. so I did like... You know, I got to see these places and yeah. stuff. And so um, I, a lot of this, most of this was not from a documentary. Unfortunately, it was me going through so many religious texts <laughs> no. that I can't trust. It was so hard. Yeah. But um, when I was watching the documentary, there was a man in Yemen. And what he was saying was, yeah, well, the thing is, is like, she is from Yemen. She's ours. But the kingdom started here and then it trickled down into ethiopia she okay. ruled all of this area okay so like really she's everyone but like she was born see, and like is that what he was saying yeah like she's from there but then the empire stretched down into okay. what is now modern day ethiopia so yeah. here's my opinion mm-hmm. and from all of this that i saw and tried to see <laughs> i i agree with that but i think it was the opposite i think that she oh. was from ethiopia and then oh. it trickled down up into Yemen. I think that gotcha. I think that the ruin I do believe that she is from Ethiopia and that is just me. I am not an expert. I put in the same amount but of research into this that I put into all the research. There's people out there that dedicate their lives to this and they have a better opinion yeah. than I. But Yeah, hi, this is a history gossip podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so Maddie's gonna tell us what her gut is telling her. And I'm going to once we start getting into the Ethiopian national epic. I think mm-hmm. you'll see why I'm like, no, I'm I'm going with Ethiopia. However, yeah. I think that yeah, I think she was controlling this entire area. I don't know. My heart was telling me Ethiopia. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it was the whole area because of the wealth and the spices. And a lot of people say Yemen because she is going to go visit King Solomon. Okay. And so Solomon is clear up in Jerusalem and she made it there. And Yemen is much closer than Ethiopia. However, she's the Queen of Sheba. The yeah. literal Queen of Sheba. This woman has camels galore. Like, she she can get anywhere she wants to. Mm-hmm. But I do, uh, just because of the wealth and her fame and all of that, I, I kind of think that they both have a valid claim. But maybe that's just me wanting to make everyone happy. I don't know. Yeah. But that's just how I feel. Um. But during her legendary visit to Solomon, she brought with her more spices than he had ever seen. And 
one particular version that's a slight difference, and that's in the Quran. We'll talk about that in a bit. Okay. But in every other version, she brought the most spices anyone has ever seen in just a fuck ton of frankincense. Um, she also showed up with, a, uh, along with just so many other gifts, um, she showed up with today's equivalent of $3 million worth in gold. So oh she is God. just showing up. Yeah. Um, and we're, and again, we have not started the Solomon stories yet. She is most known for visiting Solomon. That is like her, her oh, big thing. Yeah. It's kind of terrible. Uh, you know, it's good. It's okay. It's a good story. I just feel like we should know more about her. I know, know. I know. If I don't it want wasn't... like a visit to be the main know, thing, but God, like if it was eventful, then okay. If it, I know, yeah. If it wasn't for that, I don't know if there would be anything a lot left. Yeah. But so we're we're gonna get into the Solomon stories, but um, just a little more on her and what we do know. So this is 10 BC, right? This is a long time ago. And you're probably like, wow, like women were allowed to rule independently as yeah, kings back then? Yeah, true, true, true. Yeah, no, not really. So oh. how did she come to power? Well, this one, I took a page out of your book, Emily, and I picked the most dramatic version yay. and just went with it. Yay, I yay, yay. Debatably should have done that on the whole thing. Yeah, but no, I did okay. it for this part. So the most dramatic account of how she became queen is her father, the king of Sheba, died pretty suddenly. And left mm. no heir behind except for her. Uh, yep. And so um, one of the higher up government officials, I don't think nobility is the right word in right. this sense. Okay, but yeah. one of like the higher ups was like, oh, shit. I mean, like, that's too bad. You can't rule because like you're a girl and there's no, there's no male heirs. Um, don't worry. I'm going to step up and I'm going to be the one. I'm going to oh, lead this country. How convenient. What a fucking hero. So this guy fucking sucked. He had no clue what he was doing. He was super corrupt and he was just running this this land into the ground, this prosperous land. That has such potential. Such potential. Too. And mm-hmm. like the former king was doing great and stuff. And like mm-hmm. he's just running into the ground and they're all watching it. And our girl just fucking can watch it any longer. Like yeah. she couldn't take it oh, anymore. Oh no, she is yeah, she's not going to sit on that. No, and she she was young and she was going to play the long game. Mm-hmm. So, when she became of age, she used her skills of speech and movement and intelligence and all of that to somehow convince this guy to ask him to marry her. And so he does. And everyone's kind of like, what the fuck are you doing? This guy sucks. Well, they didn't have to wait long because on their wedding night, she got him super, super drunk and killed him somehow. I I have no clue how. Yeah, maybe (laughs) she stabbed him. Maybe she smothered him. Maybe he drank himself to death. I don't know. But he gone. And everyone. She's innocent. She allegedly, allegedly killed him. The sex was so good. He had a heart attack. And that's on him. I'm standing by that. (laughs) I just feel bad for him that he never knew the good puss until this moment. Yep. But, and, and then he died from it. There you go. And you, I stand by that story. You heard that version here first on <laughs> Spill the Me in 2023. Queen of innocent. She's done nothing wrong in her whole entire life. And, well, everyone agreed because they're like, oh, my God. Like, we're pretty sure you killed that guy. But thank fucking God you did. <laughs> like, you're so you're smart. You're so much better. Yeah, you're so smart. You are your father's you're daughter. So ambitious. Mm-hmm. Your father did so great. Like, be our queen. Like, you, Yay. it's you. It's always been you. This is very, I don't know, correct me. This is very King Henry VIII. 
and Elizabeth, like, oh, thank God. Like, you wouldn't expect Elizabeth I to become queen. Yeah. To yeah. eventually become his heir. But. But here she was. God. And you know what? She was great at it. So. My literal <laughs> next line is, so she does. And she's great at it. <laughs> she does. Literally. She's great verbatim. at it. Yeah. It literally says that. Her rule was peaceful. By all accounts. Yeah. And her country was fucking thriving. And she and her people became rich. It wasn't just her. It was everybody. Everyone in this region is just fucking doing it. Mm-hmm. And word starts to spread about this. And people start hearing about this region of Sheba and this queen running it. And mm-hmm. my God, what a fucking baller she is. So no matter if you're in the camp of thinking she is from Ethiopia or from Yemen both of those places are huge trade routes passing at this okay. time. Yeah. Um, since I personally, again, this is just my personal opinion, I think she ruled all of this area. So mm-hmm. in my opinion, she's controlling all of the trade mm-hmm. going up here, which would kind of work out with how rich she was. Yeah, no, that makes sense. And she's kind of got that reputation, a little Cleopatra-esque of today <laughs> when we hear her name, we think seductive rich powerful you know like she's sexy this is just what we think she's a little less heard of than cleopatra for Mm -hmm. sure but kind of kind of same vibes some stories say she was a little more androgynous than others um but others say she was extremely womanly but just extremely difference yeah but i think the overlap here so so some said Again, it was sparse that said that she was androgynous, but others said, no, she's very womanly. She was just extremely confident in male-dominated settings. Yeah. And she would not back down or be intimidated. She just, like, acted like they did, you know? And so we don't know if it was an appearance thing necessarily or if it was just, like, a personality. Like, the way she's coming across or, like, oh, she's like a man. Yeah, like like something. Yeah, about that. But, yeah, okay, I get why you would think that. And so she was just, she was a go-getter, though. So with that, let's get into the Solomon stories. This is where I pull a Maddie and not an Emily and go off on three different stories. So first, we're going to go over the the Bible version of the Queen of Sheba's visit to Solomon. Mm -hmm. Um, If you're familiar with the Bible, you've probably heard of this. It's mentioned in the Book of Kings. And the Queen of Sheba visits Jerusalem to test the legendary wisdom of the King Solomon because apparently short version I don't have this written down this is um just from memory but short version is someone it was either an angel or God himself someone came to Solomon at some point and said hey if you could have any gift what would it be and instead of saying wealth or you know whatever he said wisdom and so he was just blessed with this gift of wisdom yes and that yep. is like his thing yep that and, is his thing and everyone knows it like mm-hmm. everyone knows king solomon's the wisest mm-hmm. wisest man ever so the queen of sheba hears of this and she's like really is he is he that wise i mm-hmm. i gotta see this for myself so she goes showing up like the queen of sheba with this massive caravan of her. like camels and jewels and people and entertainers and just this whole thing and this trip would have taken about seven years so like yeah so she's like showing the hell up so she makes it to jerusalem meets king solomon 
And she starts asking him questions. About seven years. I can't get over it. <laughs> <Seven laughs> a seven-year journey about. Jesus. Um, okay, but yeah, she's finally there. She's there. She's had seven years to, like, think of her little questions. Yeah, and, and she did. She thought of a few. And they, they spent some time together. She's hitting them with all these questions. She has, like, people come in. Like, she has a bunch of young, um, like, pre-teen age like kids come in with like the same haircut so you can't tell if they're a boy and a girl and tells him to like decipher like pick out who's the boys and who's the girls and blah 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 and he has he has like ways to do all of this he answers everything correctly like wow he just is fucking nailing it what a weird little test what a weird little test (laughs) so again in this biblical version um king solomon answers all of her questions to her satisfaction she's like wow well this has been a great a great experience for the both of us he's like yeah likewise and she gives him some gifts he gives her some gifts and then she goes back to sheba and that was that wow um however since we are mentioning you know the biblical references to her she is actually mentioned again in the new testament so kings is in the old testament but she's mentioned in matthew by Jesus himself. Whoa. Yes, I actually, I have the verse. Okay, um, yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's a quick verse. It's Matthew twelve forty two. I wanted to pull it up just so you could hear what he says because it's actually, it's kind of cool. She's just a fucking badass. Yeah. And Jesus ooh. knows it. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he knows about her and that's wild. Jesus is all about it. So here's a direct quote from Jesus. The queen of the south, that's her will rise up at the judgment with this generation and condemn it. For she came from the ends of the earth to hear the wisdom of Solomon. And behold, something greater than Solomon is here. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. So the fucking queen of the south is going to rise up yeah. and like, condemn this whole fucking generation because like something way more than Solomon's here. Whoa. Like, again, I'm not sure what else is going on in that yeah. text. That's the only verse that I had read, but like... If that's Jesus is going to mention you that's at all, pretty cool. ever, yeah, in this context in general, too, just like, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she is a big deal in these religious texts, both the Bible and the Quran, because again, the story is sort of in the same. Um, in the Bible, when Jesus is saying um, that about her in the New Testament, he's just kind of reaffirming the historical personage that... She was, so in this area where she was from, like in Sheba, they Mm -hmm. were actually considered more pagan and they were worshiping the sun. Oh. So before she like made this trip to Jerusalem and then she like converted and like, you know, believed in God and all of that. And so being initially of a pagan faith, the queen of Sheba acknowledged the truth and reality of God. And so that's kind of her, you know claim to fame in the in the biblical version and solomon like brought her around to that with all of his wisdom and stuff so so the second version we're going to talk about is the quran version which again is similar but has a little more mysticism behind Mm. it so in the bible they call her the queen of sheba and the next two we have first names so in the quran she is called bleakies Whoa. Yes, that if that's hard to understand, it's B-I-L-Q-I-S, Bleakies. Okay. Mm-hmm. So she appears in the Quran as an Islamic legend. So according to this, King Solomon, 
heard about Bleakies. So he heard about her first oh. and her whole land of, if not Sheba, but Saba. Mm-hmm. And they he heard how they worshipped the sun rather than Allah. And he was like, how is like, oh my gosh, like this is such a prospering nation. Like they're all doing so well. Like this queen is such a legend. Like I, she needs to know the true God. Like we can't let her like be doomed forever, you know, by Mm -hmm. worshiping the sun. So the king sent a letter to her asking her to come to him and, you know, hear him out. And like, you need to like be converted. Like you need to know Allah. Like I want to help you. Okay. And so the queen gets this letter and she replied back with a whole bunch of gifts and presents said, thank you so much. Like, thanks for looking out. I'm doing okay. Um, Here's all of this. And Solomon refused them all. It's like, I'm not taking any of these. Send them back. That's not the point here. So remember how I said a little bit ago that she brought the most spices Solomon has ever seen. Well, in the Quran version, Solomon's like, yeah, no, that's nothing compared to what Allah's given me. Come talk to me. And she's like, oh, "Oh, shit. Yeah, he sent it all right back to her. And he's like, oh, did you think that was a lot? Allah's given me a lot more than that. And she's like, well, fuck, okay, here I come. Yeah, okay, you've piqued my curiosity. And in fact, it worked. Not only did she say that she was going to show up, but it wasn't even going to take the seven years. She's going to show up in three like, try me, Solomon. Oh. So she does. She gets her caravan together, and they go show up. In three years? In three years. Yeah. Now, okay. which is, that's cutting four years off. That's, that's really good. Less than half. We're doing great. Now, you're probably wondering how Solomon heard about the Queen of Sheba in the first place. Here's yeah, someone who lives that many years away. Yeah. Yeah, right? <laughs> well, a little bird told him. A literal bird. Oh! Told him. Yes, this is where the mysticism comes in. Oh, and I love it. An actual birdie. Yes, a little bird came and he was like just saying, you know, like I've been around. There's this queen in this land. And he was talking to Solomon about the land and all this stuff. He's like, oh, man. So that's how he initially heard about her. Solomon also heard from the bird and several jinns oh. on what her kingdom looked like what her court looked like and what her throne looked like because our queen had the biggest fucking throne anyone has ever seen ever it -hmm. was so much bigger than solomon's so much bigger than anyone's anything and solomon's like oh shit like i can you get it here? Yeah. Like, I, I need to see it. And so one Jin goes out, couldn't do it. He sends another one out and he brings back the throne. And they make this, this gets like a little fun and complicated here because they probably could have just kept the throne there, but they don't. They make a replica of the throne. Oh. And then send her original throne back where it came from. And so now they have an exact replica of her throne sitting there. Okay. So she's, she shows up in three years. Rather than seven, she has, like, split this trip in more than half. I'm bad at math. Mm -hmm. But, like, wow, she has made it there. And so when she gets there thinking, like, oh, hello, I'm here. Like, my paganness, the god of the sun, got me here in three years. He's like, oh, yeah, well, Allah got your throne here before you. And she gets there and she's like, how is this here? 
there's no way that this is here. What the fuck? And so, freaky. And so Ooh, that'd be so freaky. So now she's listening. Because at first it kind of seemed like she was showing up to be like, hey, fuck you. Like kind oh, of thing. Yeah. But now he's got she her. I not believe any of this at yeah, first. He's, he's got her got her intention. She's already kind of intrigued oh my by gosh. Ola at this yeah. point. That's like you have a beautiful house and your friend's like, hey, do you want to like come over to my house and you go over to their house and they're like, actually, in the time it took you to drive to my house, I had someone like go look at your house, get the plans and then like build your house. Yeah. On before you got here. Yeah. Before yeah. you got here. Like literally on your drive over. Yeah. That'd be fucking wild. Yep. And so same thing. They spend some time together and at the end of it all, she ends up converting over to islam and now she believes yeah in i mean Allah. if you're gonna convince someone of anything that's a way to go about it and in both of these texts actually all three um it said that she spent about like six or so months with him so she's there oh, for like a while now yeah mm-hmm. um and so that is the quran version okay so now what's her last one is, is our... this the epic uh-huh yeah in the ethiopian national epic which is called the kebra nagast because oh my fucking god of it just it keeps is. getting cooler okay so something i did not know this is a tangent it's it's quick Love um it. i am now fucking obsessed with ethiopia yeah, I didn't. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. I uh, obviously like I've heard of Ethiopia and stuff. Yeah. You after you're going to be it's like number one fan no, after the, all this. The pictures of Ethiopia and like the documentary. Sorry, I, I'm, I'm going to bring up the documentary one more time. But like the scenery Oof. is it doesn't look like Earth. Ugh. Like I have never laid eyes on more beauty and i mean this with my whole heart i have never seen personally more beautiful scenery in my entire life than seeing those like wide shots of ethiopia and i just love that that was the backdrop for the queen of sheep that was the backdrop actually just pause real quick i'm just gonna show you just so quickly because (gasps) yes 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 yes. my god it is just fucking gorgeous so she is leaving the beautiful country of Ethiopia yeah. to go see King Solomon because she has heard of his wisdom. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this story goes, this one differs quite a bit oh, from okay. the last two. I mean, she goes and visits Solomon and all of that, you know. Right. Um, but this story goes way beyond, like, her visiting Solomon and, like, asking him questions and him answering and then, like, her crazy hairy leg impossible goat hoof. What? <laughs> yeah. The- yeah. What? So. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I did that throw you. So there's several stories out there. Um, not straight out of the Bible or Quran, but there's several stories out there that... When, or before, actually, she got to Solomon, Solomon heard rumors about her just ghastly hairy legs. And Solomon, fun fact about King Solomon, um, he is, like, very, like, he has this aversion to body hair. Like, he, like, can't do it. So he hears about her hairy legs. He's like, oh, my God, oh, my God, what the fuck? Like, ew. because he's like, oh, my God, this woman, she's beautiful. She's powerful. She's rich. She's coming here. I'm I'm a single king. Let's go kind of thing. Okay, Solomon, you know who's hairless? Children. <laughs> God, no. 
Solomon so, knows. So uh, I think it's okay that she's hairy legs. My guy. Like when did she's an adult? Yeah. When did women start shaving their legs? I did not right? see. Yeah. Like, I like, don't think. So. I have no interest in my body hair being the same amount as like a small child. So, right. Like. And so, so weird. The whole Anyways. thing went from she had hairy legs to rumors just spreading rampant to now she has like literal goat hooves. Whoa. Yeah. Like she's a whole ass satyr. And so Solomon's like, well, oh man, how am I going to bone her if she has like goat legs, you know? Like Ooh. I can't, I can't do that. And so what does he do because he's so wise? Well, he has to figure it out, right? So let me tell you what he does. Before she gets there in his temple, he has what looks like a, a body of water, like a little tiny stream of water, like passing through the temple. And well, he does have that, but he puts glass over it. So she, when she gets there, is thinking that she's going to step in water. And so she like picks her dress up and steps forward. He sees that she has human feet and her legs aren't that hairy and everything's fine and good to go. So there's just another fun little, little tidbit. You little manipulative son of a gun. He's so wise. So <laughs> wise, I guess, if that's yeah. what wise and is. he's like, okay, I'll try to bone you. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anyways, there's just like I guess a, you are worthy of a boning from there's me. A, there's a, yeah, the goat legs was a no. Um, yeah. But if you've got human Okay, legs, I'm not going to lie. That would freak me out too. I, I get it. Yeah. But then I'm also thinking Mr. Tumness is fine. Is he? So... Mr. Tumnus? Yeah. Yeah, he's oh. cutie. Oh, okay. Mm, All righty mm. then. Mr. Tumnus can get it. I'm going to have to look him up, I guess. <laughs> this Ooh. is a pro <laughs> Mr. Tumnus <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Very pro Seder. <laughs> um, but yeah, so anyways, there is a whole little side tangent with her supposedly hairy legs. I don't know. Mm, yeah. Um, but no, this story goes way beyond that. So this... This story in the Caber Nagast of Ethiopia mentions a very ancient biblical relic that even those, if you've never read the Bible in your whole life, you've heard of this thing. And it directly ties to the king, Queen of Sheba and King Solomon. Ooh. Yeah, so let's get into it. So just like she had a first name in the Quran, she has a first name in this one too. Good. And it is Makeda. Love it. Whoa. Mm -hmm. M-A-K-E-D-A. Because she's sexy. It's a sexy version of Makeda. Because she's sexy. Mm -hmm. So Makeda hears of Solomon and his wisdom and Jerusalem and just what a wonder Jerusalem itself is. And she's like, well, I have to go. I have to go meet him. Yeah. So she does. And... She questions him and tests his wisdom, and they just spend hours in conversation, and it they hit it off. They're both smart. They're mm -hmm. both rulers. They're both ruling over very successful regions right now. Like, it's, it's going well. Mm -hmm. So it comes to her last night of, of her visit with Solomon, and she had not been staying in his palace. She's been staying over at her own quarters, but he talks her into staying. The night, that night. And she's like, oh, okay. Hey, like, hey. you're not getting it. Like, I'm, hey, I'm not, hey. <laughs> like, I'm not, I'm not giving you anything. Mm -hmm. And he's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like, I'll swear an oath right now that I'm not going to take anything from you if you don't take anything from me. And she's like, yeah, okay. Deal. That's a weird way to phrase it, my guy. Yeah. And she's like, okay. <laughs> I don't know what you're implying. So 
they have this big old farewell banquet, right? Everybody's there. And Solomon serves food that's like extra spicy and extra salty and wow. offers kind of food. no, right? And offers no liquid on the table. So she's thirsty. There's no water. There's no nothing. Yeah, that means two things. So her mouth's on fire from all these spices and salts and whatever. And there's no water. There's no wine. There's nothing in sight. So she goes to bed. And in the middle of the night, she's like, I can't do it anymore. I'm fucking thirsty. Oh, my gosh. I can't. Oh, I was was literally going to be like, oh, no, she's going to get the fire shits. (laughs) <laughs> oh no she's trying to avoid those yeah you gotta have some water yeah you gotta the, like help blast it out of there I mean, like, what she really needs and you're gonna hate this maddie because you hate milk she oh, needs God. some milk i hate milk so much she needs a big old <laughs> cool glass of milk that's gonna help oh god it's thick and it's bubbly squeeze it out of the cow <laughs> but she so she's she needs water and yeah so she's like i'm i'm, I'm gonna get some so she does. She's going to get some. Yeah, she's going to get some because that's technically taking water out of Solomon's house. And so she technically broke the oath. And so now Solomon gets to break his. So they end up sleeping together on this last night. Well, this sounds pretty rapey. It's a, it's a little manipulative. I'm choosing to believe, since we just have no fucking clue, clearly, if you've gathered nothing from this episode, it's like, we don't really know. Yeah. But I choose to believe that she kind of, like, wanted it too, and it was, like, this flirty little game kind okay. of thing. And, like, yeah, I could see happen. that, because the logic is not logicking there, no. Solomon. So maybe it was, like, oh, well, hey, Queen of Sheba, you took water, so, like... How are you going to pay me back, girl? And she's like, mm, I'm going to tell you how I'm going to pay you back. Person. Yeah. And you know what? We're going to choose to believe that yeah. version because I feel like we can. They were hitting it off really well, being all they wise. Were. They indeed stuff. were. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like on that last night, he's like, hey, want to stay at the palace? She's like, you know, I do, but nothing's going to happen. Mm-hmm. You're not getting anything from me. He's like, you're not getting anything from me either. Like, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And then at the very end of it, like, she's like, oh, <laughs> you know, like, I don't know. Oh, if you're going to give me a choice, though, between two versions of a story and one's like cute flirty and the other one's like, is this sexual assault? Yeah. I'm going to take the cute flirty <laughs> one. The cute flirty so one. we're doing that. Yeah, that's I, what we're going with, I guys. Just, I, and that's what you're going with, too, listener. This was a mutual connection. And it was so mutual, in fact, that like the next morning before she left, Solomon's like, hey, by some chance, if you got pregnant from Yeah, her, yeah. Like, which would be fucking tight because I dig you. Yeah. Here is this ring that I'm handing you. Oh. And so if woof. you have a child... Whoa. And send them back to me with this ring so I'll know Whoa. that it's legit, That's... you know, because everyone knows that like the Queen of Sheba and Solomon just spent a night together and I don't need 400 people coming up to me 16 years from now saying like, I'm your son with the Queen of Sheba. No, no. Here's this ring. Yep. This is between you I and I. I know this ring. Yep. Don't tell no anyone else, else knows about, about it. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so like, I mean, even if they knew that she, he gave her the ring. She doesn't, like, they don't know about this whole deal, you know? Right. And so she takes the ring, says, okay, well, sure as shit, she's pregnant. So, Whoa. Yep. So well, she, this story really goes off the rails, it goes doesn't it? off the rail. Oh, it's not done. It's not close to done. Wow. But again, the Ethiopian one, that's my pick because just, again, just wait. It's wild. It's wild. Um, 
So she finally makes it back to the capital of Ethiopia, which is called Axum. And she has this baby, a son by Solomon. Wow. And she names him Menelik. And he's Ooh. yep, and he's gonna end up being Menelik the first, in fact. Whoa. So there are several Menelik's. Yes, and get this, Menelik the first, the Queen of Sheba's son with Solomon, was the beginning of the Solomonic Imperial Dynasty of Ethiopia. The hell? Yeah. Um this dynasty ended in I think I'm not going to fact check this because we're running low on time. I think in like 1960s or 70s. What? Yeah. The Solomonic dynasty. It was called that because they believed that they were descended from Solomon. Whoa. This is where the Ethiopian ones went me over. Like this is in their national oh, epic. Oh, how that, fucking like, cool. Oh, yeah. Like um, Menelik I was the first Solomonic king in this dynasty yeah. because oh my God. he was directly descended from the queen of sheba how and Solomon. fucking cool right so at around 12 years old menelik becomes a little curious about who his father is i bet yeah like i, I wasn't I'm the start, son mom. of a queen who's my daddy yeah like not gotta a be someone crazy it's gotta be someone so she ends up telling him I traveled to Jerusalem. It's King Solomon. It's like, it's fucking Solomon, the Solomon. She's like, yeah, that's your dad. Um, And he's like, okay, well, I want to go meet him. She's like, no, you're too young. No, you're too young. No, you're too young. No, you're too young. But then he's an adult. And she's like, okay, yeah, go meet him. But you have to take this ring. She not want joint custody. (laughs) No, she's like, this is my baby. Yeah. But she's like, no, fair enough. Go meet him. He's a great guy. Take this ring with you, though, or he's not going to believe it's you. Everyone's trying to say that it's Solomon's. The ring is so crucial. Yes. So he takes the ring and he goes. And the Queen of Sheba gives her blessing to travel there. She hooks him up with all of the stuff and sends him Great. on his way. So he gets there. He presents himself as Solomon's son. He produces the ring. And Solomon's like, nope, it's you. You mm. look like her. It's you. Oh, my God. I love you. And they just, like, Yay. fucking bond. Cute. And they just adore each other. Like, two peas in a pod. Ah. Oh, yeah. Just cute little father-son thing. Oh, It's like... They've known each other their whole lives. Never missed a beat. I love that. Also, can I just say, Solomon and Queen of Sheba are fertile as shit. Fertile as shit. One night. I mean, it it happens. But I'm just saying, the people it happens to, typically fertile as shit. I know. I was going to say, God, when you could like... Everything what? that has to line up perfectly to right. conceive a child is wild mm-hmm. in its own. So when people just hook up one time again, one right, time, wow, it's man. like wow, the universe was really like this situation just in general. Yeah, is meant to be. Wow, mm-hmm. yeah, that is crazy. Yep. So they're there. They're really bonding. But now it's it's the end of Menelik's trip. He's like, Hey, I've got to get back. You know, I've got to get back to Ethiopia. And Solomon's like, can you please stay here? Stay here and be my heir. I don't have one. Solomon still does not have a wife or an heir. He's like, I love you. You're perfect for this. Please. Yeah. And Menelik's like, I'm so sorry. I can't like, I'm my mother's only son. I'm going to be the the king of Sheba. I'm going to be the king of this region. I have to go. And so Solomon's like, yep, I understand that because, God, you're, you're my fucking son. You're a baller. I love you. I respect <laughs> you for it. Now, 
it's unclear to me whether Menelik stole the Ark of the Covenant. <gasps> what? Or if Solomon gave it to him. Oh. Okay. I or maybe Solomon was like, take what you want. Either way, Solomon did not go and track this down at all. And the okay. Ark of the Covenant's a big fucking deal. So one would yeah, could assume that it was freely given. I would assume or Yes, or it was not off limits and he took it with him and Solomon did not mind. Okay. Either way, there was absolutely no animosity between Solomon and Menelik. Yeah, it for sounds this, from like what Solomon's also like, son, my guy, do whatever you want. Yeah. I just love you. Whatever choice ya. you make, I support it because yep. I just love you. So Menelik and the Ark of the Covenant make its way back to Ethiopia. Damn. So if you... It made quite the journey. Oh, yeah. If you're... If you ask somebody from Ethiopia where the Ark of the Covenant is right now, they will tell you for a 100% fact. I know the building it's in. I know where it is. It's in Ethiopia Whoa. right now, which is crazy. That because is. people have been searching for the Ark of the Covenant a long time. Yeah. Like, that's the that's the relic I was talking about. If yes. you've never heard of the Bible, you've heard of the Ark of the Covenant. Heard of you it. Know. Yeah. You've heard of At it. At the very least. Yeah. At the very least. So Indiana Jones had it all wrong. He should have been in Ethiopia yep. mm-hmm. at this temple. because in the wrong that area. Is where it is and they guard it with their lives the ark of the covenant is in here and they know it is oh my god and i believe them i love yeah. them I, again ah oh, this one's so cool all of the versions were really cool i i really like this one because again i kind of like combine them all because i still think that she was ruling over yemen and ethiopia like i just yes. combine all of this mm-hmm. you know but she is known as the mother of ethiopian nations because through reading the Caber Nagast, the, the Ethiopians see their country as God's chosen nation because it's the final resting home that God chose for the Ark of the Covenant. And Sheba herself and her child were the solitary means by which it got there. Whoa. Like, that is how the Ark of the Covenant landed in Ethiopia. Yeah. That is what, what they believe. Okay, so. Yeah. The Queen of Sheba is considered the mother of their nation, and the kings of the land have a divine right to govern this land because they are direct descendants from her okay. and the Solomonic dynasty. Get the logic behind that there. God, right? And like, it's just, oh man, like, again, sorry to go off again, but like, Ethiopia is so old. Like, it's so old and it's so cool. And now you're telling me that like the Ark of the Covenant's possibly there. And like this whole story is just absolutely wild. Yeah. And I think I'm also going with she was from Ethiopia because God, it's just the coolest fucking place. Oh my God. Did, yeah. Like, did you know? I, I think I might've heard this a really long time ago, but I forgot it. That a lot of scientists and historians and archaeologists believe that Ethiopia is the region that humans evolved out of. Like that specific region Whoa. of Africa is like where. No, I did. I had not heard that. That's that's the place. That's fucking wild. Yeah, and I'm like, no, if the Ark of the Covenant was going to be anywhere, yeah, it's going to be there. And you know that's what? Where though, she's from. like for some reason, it just makes sense. Like I can't, I can't tell you why. Yeah. But I'm like, God, yeah, I just, like, don't think it would be out of, like, where I live. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> Ethiopia, that sounds like, it sounds like it's such an ancient, like, 
beautiful place. Oh gosh, for, like humans to evolve out. Of. Yeah, oh, that we, just like makes sense to my heart. We took a little detour so I could show Emily pictures of Ethiopia. Again, thank you so much to this listener for recommending this because I went down a whole rabbit hole of Ethiopia. I am obsessed. Yeah, I I'm want to it's go there. Love now. Yeah. Oh my god, it looks like I, sh- I showed you pictures. It looks it's gorgeous, like another world. Yeah, like that. If you am I if watching anyone, Avatar? What is this? No, I know. Like, <laughs> like yeah, human existence probably did start there, man. And like, it probably I'm, did. I'm like proud of that. Can I rep that? About it. Yeah, <laughs> something about it just looks so like My... ancient and mystical and like unreal. Oh yeah, I'm gonna just like walk around with like this this air about me of like my species evolved out of ethiopia and that's a flex for me oh my gosh and you know what you can't flex against any other human for it so you're gonna go home and you're gonna look at your cute little pup and you're gonna be like guess what guess what dumb bitch (laughs) i win (laughs) and your dog's just gonna be like I love you. Yeah, she would be like, wag, wag. <laughs> I'm so mouth. proud. <laughs> so, so proud of you, mom. Okay, mom, you did great. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, gosh, her legacy is just this enduring speculation. But she has a lot of influence on popular culture and mythology. Yeah. But she will probably be the subject of many legends and tales over the centuries. And like I said, she's been portrayed in art, literature, and film. But I hope some more comes yes. out about her. Like she oh, hasn't I want been a in enough. Big old movie portraying yeah. the whole Ethiopian Gosh, I know. epic about I know. her. Like that specifically. Yeah. That story. And I'll leave you with this. It's one last Ethiopian tidbit. Um again, just to reiterate I I like that she started from Ethiopia mm-hmm. and then it all like went into Yemen. That is just what it's I think. What feels right. I would to you. be just as happy if she was from Yemen. Like yeah. I just love her and want her to be real. And even if she was not from Ethiopia and none of that happened and Menelik, all of that, whatever, if none of that's true, I don't care. I still think Ethiopia is the coolest fucking place ever. Yep. However, the Queen of Sheba's from Ethiopia. And, the and you know what? There. <laughs> Even like, if, like, she's from Yemen, like, she still had her foot in Ethiopia, and that's beautiful and lovely. Yes. In Ethiopian Orthodox Christianity, the Queen of Sheba is venerated as a saint. And her Yay. feast day is celebrated on December 31st. So she's oh my on gosh. New Year's Eve. Catch me on December 31st next year. Urgh, she's bringing just them into the new year. for her. That'll, I'll just, I'll eat, I'll eat a bunch. And yeah. I'll be like, I'm just, I'm feasting yep. for the Queen of Sheba. Light up some frankincense, and, incense. Oh my God, yes. And you know what? And like, oh, eat food that just is so flavorful the most spices mm-hmm. and you know what i'm not a new year's person so this is a great alternative for me don't drink any water either and then if <gasps> oh, you yeah. do drink water now mm-hmm. you've got to do your husband sounds great yeah i will i'll be drinking the water and then like <laughs> be in bed by 10 a, 10 p.m yeah. that sounds like a great i fucking will new not year's. be getting impregnated though and i am firm on that yeah <laughs> that no, will had not your babies. Be. yeah i'm done with that but you know what? The spicy food, the feasting, the celebrating the Queen of Sheba, 
Sounds great. Yeah. Also, and great. if you do get pregnant on it and have a son, then he can be the first son of the Matthew Tomic. Yes, <laughs> exactly. There you go. My husband will give me a ring and say, "If you got pregnant on this night, give this yours." I'm gonna be like, "You're." You're going to be with me holding my hand Ugh. as this baby is born. What the fuck are you talking about? It would still be such a cool fucking story. But still, like, get a Murray. Ugh, God. Sounds cool. Yeah. yeah no, the Caber Nagast, I'm here for it. Oh I'm, it's like the, the, all of her she, stories. She's were really real. Cool. She's real. She's she comes real. from this beautiful, beautiful land. Yeah. And oh my gosh. And she did have a baby with Solomon. Yeah, she and did. And they were in love. They were soulmates. They were soulmates. And, and you I, can't tell me otherwise. They had a little telepathic connection for the they rest of their did. lives oh yeah. my gosh so they had a little like i don't know they're sending each other letters via birds yeah. and yeah ostrich we know that now from the last episode the ostriches are the ones in africa there we go they were just putting a they on were... an ostrich and those ostriches they ran fucking probably 35 miles plus yeah that's an emu. An ostrich probably even faster. Oh, yeah. Over 35 miles an hour. Also, running from one place to the next. Also a, also, a buffalo can run 35 miles per hour. I don't like that. But fact. you don't. <laughs> I, that fuzzy. terrifies me. What? I don't like fast things in general. Oh. Fast things are freaky. I don't. I really don't like small fast things, though. So buffalo, that, that is the better. Buffalo. You yeah. just wouldn't. Buffalo is my absolute favorite word ever buffalo buffalo is my favorite buffalo favorite word you can ask me any year of my life and i will tell you my favorite word is buffalo um however i okay well we're we should wrap this up ostriches were probably part of her giant caravan to go make yes i'm gonna go true and with their beautiful feathers and stuff they probably like made quite the show yes all Mm -hmm. of the exotic animals and Mm -hmm. stuff and then we can wrap up this episode and then i'm gonna go off on buffaloes oh great and i'm gonna sit here and try to figure out what my favorite word is because i love having an opinion on everything yes and i want to find out what my favorite word is do it buffalo okay for sure okay Okay, and then we're gonna get into a fresh cup Bye. bye All right, it's time for a fresh cup. Fresh one. Okay, this one, I'm trying to keep it like a pretty, So I think it's pretty obvious to me, at least, who's the asshole here. I think it was obvious to basically everyone. Okay. Um. So, yeah. Nice and straightforward. Yeah. Uh, After a very not straightforward episode. Exactly, yeah. So that's yeah. what we need. So I was like a shorter, straightforward one, love just it. to mix it up a bit, you know? Love like it, love it. I feel like if we have like a silly episode, we can do like a more serious fresh cup. Mm-hmm. But then if it's a more serious episode, we got to do a silly or fresh cup, you know? Yep, I love that. You just kind of throw in the opposite. Yeah. Okay. Level it out. So, I'm not reading the title. Background, for my 24th birthday, my dad got me a gray metal KitchenAid stand mixer for my apartment. Ooh. It was about $700, I think. Are KitchenAids that, that much? God, I thought they were like two or I thought three. they were. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Wow. So it's either a very special one or they're just completely off base with the cost. Yeah, I was going to say, damn. Yeah. Either way, they're expensive. They're, oh yeah. That's a lot of money that's either way. That's a great fucking gift. Yeah, it is. My mom got a new one and gave me her old one and I st- I take care of that thing. Oh my gosh. <laughs> hey, my parents child. just don't use theirs and so I've been hanging on to theirs and I'm obsessed with it. Yeah. It's fantastic. It's a, I don't. Amazing gift. cook a lot 
But when I do, I love I to either. get yeah. that thing out, make some cookies with my kids. Yep, it's I'm not a baker, but it makes it so much easier mm-hmm. when I when I am forced. Those to things bake. are beasts. Yep. Anyways, um, I did not ask for this, and honestly, I freaking hate the color as it does not match <gasps> anything in my place, and it's also too big. I gave it to my friend who liked it and was moving to a different state. Wow. My boyfriend then got me a cute black stand mixer that fit into my apartment a lot better, so that's what I have. My dad was over last night, and he noticed that the gray stand mixer was gone and replaced by the black one. He asked where it was, and I told him the truth, namely that I thought the gray was ugly, so I gave it to my friend, and my boyfriend got me the black one instead. Wow. Like, like, is your Gray is, like, also so not an offensive color. I was going to say, mine's gray, first of all, Mm -hmm. and nothing else in my kitchen is gray, and it throws nothing off. Yeah. Um, And, like... Because it's not, like an excess it's like no it's not a rug it's an appliance yeah it's a fucking appliance like i don't what yeah god this poor dad and then just to straight up be like yeah like i don't want it like it was ugly dad if you like you spoiled ass brat i'm just gonna put it out there if you use the word ugly Thank you. I cannot. Whenever, oh my gosh. Like, I cannot. In the with rare the word situation. Ugly. Yeah, none of our friends like call no. basically anything ugly. No. But like, in the few situations where I've been with someone where they're like, like around someone who's saying, like, oh my gosh, and like, oh my gosh, when they call a person ugly, oh, no. I like fucking no. die. No. I'm like, can you please, for the love of Jesus, shut the fuck up? Oh God, it's. I've, it's just like so unnecessarily and it's mean, juvenile. It is, and like, oh god, yeah. It just, even you know what? It sounds ugly. It when does. You say that. And mm-hmm. even when you like, gosh, even if it's like in an animate object, someone's like, that dress is ugly. I'm just like, God, yeah. dude, like, chill. Uh huh. Like, yeah. get some perspective. <laughs> get some yeah, friends. I think the the most common use of that word between Maddie and I is like. Hey, I just got this new shirt. Is it ugly or is it cute? Like that is the most likely scenario God, that we would say, ever use that I word. And again, I don't even think we've done it then. No, is this like, cute? is this cute or not? Yeah, like or not? Ugly yeah. is so I don't know mean. Yeah. It's mean. That's yeah. a mean word. Uh-huh. So you know what? I'll feelings. say it about really mean people, and that that is what that word. Nero from episode one, season one of this podcast. Yeah. Nero was an ugly son of a bitch. And I'm talking about his attitude. I was going to say, even then. I'm not even talking about the way he looks. His soul is ugly. I was going to say, like, if you're an ugly person, I think that, like, it's just who inside. inside Oh, it's this deep. Yeah. Yeah. Calling something. Yeah, you are like. Ugly on a superficial basis is just something that I have no tolerance for. Absolutely not. And here she is. You bought me this beautiful gift, Dad, and it's fucking ugly. Wow. Um about a gift. Wow. Ugh. Because it was gray. It was too big and it was gray. Ew. I get the issue with it being we'll get more into it. There's so much more to read. Okay. Oh god. Well, not that much more, but Okay, I was gonna say. Yeah. My dad was shocked and said the gray stand mixer had cost a lot and he thought I would have liked it, so that's why he gave it to me as a present. Maybe here's where I'm the asshole. Like they don't even think they're the asshole yet at this point. What? Oh no. Is it gonna get worse? No. I said if he had been more observant, he would have hidden he would have known that I absolutely hate the color gray. It's my least favorite color. And everyone in my life who knows me knows that. I honestly wasn't trying to be rude. I was just stating a fact. But my mom <laughs> called me today and told 
and told me I really hurt my dad and need to apologize for throwing away a thoughtful birthday gift my dad had put a lot of money and thought into. I don't think that's necessary. I think after my dad gave me the stand mixer, it became mine and I could do anything with it. And I didn't throw it away. I gave it to a friend. So am I the asshole? Is this a joke? My God. If like is such a fucking asshole. I. Wow. Okay. Okay. Here's. I had a thought and I lost it because this whole thing is just. Okay. Are you. I'll I'll just like throw out my observations and like my feelings all at once. Is that. Yes. If someone gives you a gift, it is now yours to technically do what you want with. Also. That doesn't mean you like magically don't become an asshole by not doing certain things. You know what? Right. Someone could give you a gift. That doesn't mean you can go like light it on fire in front of their face. Like, no, no you can still do things with that gift that makes you a fucking asshole. Yeah. That's just common sense and you're just dumb. Um, also, um, who the fuck knows anyone else's least favorite color? Okay. I'm obsessed with Maddie. And I have no fucking idea I what have her least favorite no color is. No idea what your least favorite color is either. Because that's, who fucking knows that? That's the thought I had. I'm like, mm-hmm. wow, you were such a hateful person that a color that you can't stand is part of your personality. Right? Like anyone who knows me knows that I hate gray. And also, okay, so if you're <laughs> I don't know. If you're the person who's like, I wasn't trying to be rude, I was just stating a fact. Oh, red get flag. Fucked. Like, red flag, red flag. Fucking grow Just up. Just say that you don't know how to have tact. Most of us learned how to have tact yeah. as children. Yeah. And we got better and better at it yeah. as we grew up. But some people are going to sit here and be like, I'm just blunt. I just say it how it is. It's just a fact. I don't know. No, just say filter. you're fucking mean. Yeah, you're just Just a say bitch, that man. you are not either you don't care enough for people's happiness to learn how to say things in a kind way. Yep. Just say that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, like, Stop please, acting like you're a badass for being a dick. Yeah. Please <laughs> adopt some social grace. Oh that my is literally God. part of being a functional adult yeah. in society. Or just get used to people hating you. Yeah. And just accept wow. that that is a part of your life. Maddie and I are so passionate about that. I know. Like that specific <laughs> terrible quirk in people. Like yeah. I'm just honest. No, you're just mean. I'm honest. I consider myself an honest person. I just have tact about it. Yeah, you. there is a huge difference in being honest and being mean. Exactly. And mm-hmm. like, if you really... You can't use that as an excuse. No, God. Mm-hmm. Okay, are we ready for comments? Yeah. And then I'll, I'll read their edit after that. Oh, God, they have an edit? Is it yeah. about how awful these comments are about I to be? I actually don't think I've read it. Ooh, yeah. fun. Okay. Okay. Reddit, fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God, is that why they call it that? Because, like, read you read it. it? I think so, yeah. Whoa. I read it. <laughs> I never Whoa. put that Mind together. blown. I'm I think it took me a really long time to put that 100 together. 100 years old. Yeah, read it. Because it's not, wow. like, spelled like Reddit, you know, so it's... No, it's not. It throws it's you off. It's all one yeah. word, yeah, Reddit. Yeah. Wow. Um, okay, you're the asshole. This is the big red box, too. You're the asshole. That mixer comes in, like, 15 different colors. I'm sure your dad would have exchanged it for a color you like, including black, if you'd used your words. <laughs> yeah. uh, I bought my my 20-year-old two, piece, two pieces of... What is that? Is it Le Creuset? Whoa, I don't know. You know what the, you know what I'm talking about? Those isn't it like some sort of ceramic pot or something? Oh god, I I just People realized know that Reddit make... was a play on words, Emily. I thought it was someone's last name. <laughs> no, up until like, this. I'm pretty sure they're like these 
almost like Dutch oven looking ceramic oh, pot things. Okay, I can you know picture what I'm talking it. about. I can picture and it. They come in cute colors yes, and stuff. I don't I have no clue what that's called. I might I be completely wrong and I might be pronouncing that wrong. But I I feel like if you don't cook, you are gonna be confused with me. And if you do cook, you're gonna be like, bitch, I know exactly what you're talking about and you're all wrong. So you know what? Just take from that what you will. Um <laughs> so anyway, she bought that for her 20 year old for her first apartment. One piece she loved the color and style, the other she liked the color but not the style. So you know what she did? She used her voice, told me she didn't she didn't know how much she would use that piece, and we got something different. Simple, huh? No misunderstanding, no hurt feelings. Yeah. I'd be embarrassed if you were my kid. Oh, yeah. It's not the fact that it's a gift in my choice. This isn't a Walmart gift card. You chose not to communicate <laughs> and hurt your dad's feelings. Yeah. Bet he won't make any thoughtful gestures again. Oh, I hope he doesn't. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. No, well said. Yeah, absolutely. And then, yeah, the next one. You're the asshole. Over color? Why didn't you just tell me you want to exchange it for a different color? Yeah. And again, like, if the size was the issue, tell him that too. Be like, oh my gosh, this would have been so perfect. It's like such a high quality appliance. Like, yeah. but I put it on my counter and it's just not going to fit. It's... I don't have any like pantry space to yeah, store it. I was say, can yeah. we like just go get something cheaper and like maybe with the leftover money, you and I, dad, can go to dinner together yeah. and I can tell you all about how much I appreciate you. There is. But no, there it is. But you're a shit kid and you're no. not going to do anything even close to that. No, you're just you going to be an asshole. Use words like ugly yeah exactly spoiled ass brat (laughs) okay next one another red boxer you're the asshole he got you a very thoughtful and expensive gift and you just gave it away because it doesn't match your stuff okay could have maybe told him up front you wouldn't use it so he could get his money back i can understand if you didn't want to hurt his feelings doing that so let's just skip past that part down the line when he asks you about it you lash out at him and make him feel like he doesn't actually know you or care enough to learn what you actually like and basically anyone else would have known that you would hate that gift after he got you such a generous gift really what a spoiled brat oh god yeah like the amount of people that would kill for like a lime green kitchen aid you know i like, would take a lime green kitchen oh aid. yeah i would i there's not a color i wouldn't take absolutely yeah. i completely agree like what yeah god, i don't know uh-huh. I people man. i also i'm like trying to think i'm like god what is my least favorite color i don't think i have one because i'm not a weirdo who loves to hate things i was gonna say i don't I, love hating things i i think i have like the colors that like i don't wear because they don't flatter me but, but like, i don't like, basically hate them any color know? in certain situations because i was like yeah god maybe like a bright orange but then i'm like no that no, like that'd be a retro right and like that retro style uh-huh. that's coming back in with like the florals and the bright orange and the browns and the yellow i'm like oh no that's yeah, cute no, that's cute yeah see yeah. i don't i don't think there's a color i hate no I'm, I'm really trying to think i'm like well even if like maybe like a weird Oh, okay. No, I have one. I have a color. I have a color that I don't like in any instance. Oh. Okay. It's weird. I don't and know what I it's guarantee called. I don't know it. No. Because that's I, such a weird flex to be proud that everyone knows you hate something. No, again, I... As, I <laughs> maybe there is a scenario so where small. I wouldn't mind it, but it's a weird, like... Like... I don't even know how to explain it. So, like, a... a a neon yellow green. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But okay, not, yeah. yeah, but like, but more of like a poopy. 
kind yeah, of yellow. Yeah. Not like maybe I shouldn't have said neon because you now I feel like you're thinking brighter. like a, I know I feel like yes, I know it's exactly like it's a weird about. poopy like but yeah so I shouldn't have said neon because I think like I put the like is it yellow is it green neon thing in your mind but no 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 it's like a, a muted poopy yellow green color i still feel like i know exactly what you're talking yeah about. i mm-hmm. but you do because we're the same person yeah um mm-hmm. and yeah i don't care for that however if you gave me a kitchen aid that color i would still be extremely thankful for the kitchen yep. aid oh, i just absolutely. cannot relate with this person yeah i probably wouldn't leave it on my counter you know after i'm yeah. done using it but i don't anyways because i like having my counter space so yeah and like, i don't have a very big kitchen because i'm bored so I just, I put all my big appliances away anyways. God, again, I just, could you imagine like knowing some, I don't think we know any of our friends' least favorite, like someone no. just being that adamant about hating gray. Gray? Oh, like, such wow. an unoffensive color. Yeah. Like what a random one wow. to choose of all the ones You must to be a miserable fucking person because there's gray just everywhere. Like there is someone out there with beef against gray. Yeah. Wow. Are you, like, is there nothing else to your personality? Like, that is such a boring thing to have, like, be yeah. a statement fact about you that everyone knows. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well. Yep. Okay. I feel the like... edit. Oh, we haven't yes, gotten to that edit. yet. Mm-hmm. Edit. Okay. So clearly I'm the asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Are, yeah. I'll apologize to my dad. I didn't think it was such a big deal. It's going to be a bullshit apology. Also, this just like, I'm going to say it in a snotty voice because I can't help but read it in a snotty voice. Oh, but yeah, like, do it. it doesn't sound like they actually feel bad. Like, okay, so clearly I'm the asshole. I'll apologize to my dad. I didn't think it was such a big deal, but clearly I'm wrong. That's like how I read it in my oh, brain. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I don't clearly think I'm wrong. Yeah. Yeah, no. I just, I don't know how to read that in a way that's like, no, her apology is going to be clearly I'm the asshole. I'll apologize to my dad. I didn't think it was such a big deal. No, see, no, it doesn't sound right. Uh -uh. Okay. Anyways, to explain some things. See, if you're sorry, you don't need to explain some things. Yeah, no, but you should have put all the relevant information in that first post. Now you're making excuses for you being an asshole. Yep. Number one, I didn't say the observant comment to him. He kept saying he picked out gray because it matches everything, which it does not. So that's why I elaborated on me hating gray, especially on an appliance. Mm -hmm. I feel like most appliances in general are just going to come in a white, black, or gray. Yeah. Like Like silver or gray, you know? Your gray laptop is sitting on this gray table right now, and I've just never even been aware of that until just now. Exactly, because it's just like such a base color that does, in fact, match most things. So neutral. Especially kitchens. Yeah, so neutral. Like, what does your kitchen look like? I almost, like, want to see it. Right? Like, Like, you don't have any stainless steel? Yeah, like... Because silver is basically shiny gray. Yeah, my kitchen is very much like black and white. And I have that kitchen it's sitting right on the counter. And mm-hmm. it's the only gray thing that I have. And it is just so fine. So not offensive no, looking. You it is kind of your eye just color. kind of like glazes, glazes over, over it. it. Because gray is a non-offensive color. Yeah. Like I would gander to say that white or black is a more statement color yes. than gray is. Yeah. No, I I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. It's wow. so weird. God. Yeah, it's so weird. Uh, yeah. Um, 
So that's why I elaborated on me hating gray. Two, literally everyone I'm close with, except my dad, I guess, knows I hate gray. It's almost a running joke at this point. Yeah, because there's nothing else to joke about because you're probably so fucking boring and hard to be around. God, I just like really hate this person. Three, my friend is really into cooking slash baking and I wanted to give her a moving away gift. She's not just some rando person I gave it to. Oh, so you can take the glory and be like, I gave you this expensive present that means nothing to me because I'm a dick. Again, that's not how it was worded in that post. You Mm -hmm. you were just like, oh, so I gave it to a friend. Not like, oh, she just means a lot to me and she's such a great baker. And my friend like mentioned that she's dying to have a KitchenAid. And I I just thought, you know, like, nope, that's not, that's not what this is. Don't try to backpedal. We all know that you're just a spoiled brat. Yeah. If you have to get on here and list numerical reasons of why (laughs) you did the asshole thing that you did... My lord. You're just... even more of that asshole. Yeah, wow. Also, like, if you're going to say that you're sorry and then justify shit, <laughs> yeah, that's God. not what being sorry is. No. Being sorry is admitting the fault and being like, I have no excuse. Yeah. There is no reason that that makes this okay. No. So I'm just going to move on and not try, yeah, not try to excuse this. And there just was. Say I'm sorry. No no universe in which this person was going to be genuinely sorry nope. no yeah. yeah so fuck this person yeah. um gray you're a great non-offensive color yeah we love i you, have gray. no beef with gray gray is a friend of the pod yeah all colors you're doing great oh you really are even the yellow muted brown that i don't care for yeah. i don't hate I, you again back with like the retro thing coming in i yeah. feel like you could maybe throw it in a pattern that's what i'm saying i was gonna say in like some small amounts and it could work even if it was because usually i feel like KitchenAids are that little pop of color. Yeah. And so I even feel like with the color I don't care for, again, I'm mm-hmm. not going to say I hate a color. Um, I hate other things. Not a color, though. Yeah. But, like, I feel like I would still be like, no, that adds a little pop over exactly. the, you know? And also, like, I just, unless you have a ton of counter space, which Maddie does. You, you, you have, got a big I old kitchen. Good yeah. Space. But, like, unless you have a ton of counter space, I think most people probably keep their kitchen yeah. tucked away. Yeah. Anyways. Right. Yeah. Like, I don't care what color I buy my appliance. I never think about it. No. I think about, like, what is the best quality and what I can afford. Yeah. And I get that. And I don't, if I have a color choice, I'm like, I guess white maybe or maybe black. Well, I don't think I even consistently choose the same color. I just get one. Oh, I like, I never choose the consistent color. I pick whatever is cutest in that thing. Yeah, speaking to me (laughs) in the moment. Yeah. And most things just come in white, black, and gray. Yeah. Slash silver. Yeah, slash silver. I think if I could pick any KitchenAid color... I, again, my kitchen is black and white and I do not have this color anywhere in my house, but I think I would go for like that minty green color. Yeah, that's like fun. Like that little, yeah, you know? Like, that's, that's the color of my popcorn popper. She should be on, this should also be on the um, baking choosers. Oh my God, page. yes. Because like, yes, who is going to be that bitchy about a <gasps> gift like that? You know what? This just reminded me of. Ooh. In, okay, Patreon, I do a series about expressions and the history behind those expressions. This last one that most recently came out, I brought up an expression that Maddie hadn't ever heard before, and it is perfectly applicable 
to this. Don't look a gift horse in the mouth. Yes. Do not try to find something wrong Wrong. with a nice gift that was given to you. Yes, yes, yes. This is it. This is the situation for that expression. On Reddit right now. (laughs) Don't bitch stop looking this gift horse in the mouth. Also It's going to bite your fucking hand off. My name is Emily and I fucking (laughs) hate you. I'm so passionate. I don't care for for her either, honestly. It could be because it's almost one AM. It could be just because it's Aries season and I'm, is, I'm wild. And, she is. She's, but she's we I love fiery. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm feeling it. We need to go to bed. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Sure. I, I, I don't feel tired anymore, though. I, I feel know, fired up. Fired up. Yeah. I have a 40-minute drive home to think of how much oh, I hate God. this. <laughs> oh, hate this wow. Person. Yeah, you're just going to be stewing. Yeah. I'll be, like, in bed asleep for 20 minutes, and Maddie is still in the car just, yeah. like, thinking just about like it. Just, like, looking at gray stuff past me, like, no, that's fine. No, yeah. that's fine. No, that's like, beautiful. Yeah. I'm going to go get in my gray car. It's not gray. I'm going to yeah. go get in my gray car <laughs> and go to my, my gray, gray house. house. It's not gray. Yeah, it's also, <laughs> also not gray. I'm going to go lay in my gray bed. Yeah. No, not gray. I also, I actually, I've been redoing my whole living area. Everything was gray and I'm getting rid of everything that's gray and replacing it with things that are not gray. And I'm still sitting here and saying, Gray is a non-offensive color, bitch. No, nope. God. Okay. Gray has never well, upset anyone but this person. I really thought that that would be like a shorter. I, I didn't think I'd be so passionate about this one. So no, I'm you so sorry. Known it turned us. into a long one. We have we do real strong opinions on Reddit. We do. Like, oh my I feel gosh. like our normal episodes were like, oh yes, and this and that, and it's all so great and interesting and wonderful. Oh, and the then Reddit Sheba, and she's so sexy, and we just yeah. love her, and she's perfect, and yeah. oh, and her baby, and and then we're like fuck that bitch who hates the color gray you should peel your face off and tell your father that you were sorry you were ever born like i literally don't know this person and as we always say it's probably not even real but it is to us and you know what with having tact if i had a friend who told me this story i wouldn't even say any of that shit i'd be like dude that was really i love you so much this really had a character for you because i wouldn't have a friend like this no and be like but you you gotta go say sorry like, like that dad. that was really shitty yeah, god, i want to hug him oh my god this oh, poor man god. the disappointment and like being so excited to give someone a gift <sighs> that you think is so stellar yeah and them throwing it away it, she was she threw it away she pissed it right off yeah uh-huh. like pissed it away yeah okay well okay well we're gonna go that's it for now okay love you guys bye, bye. in greek mythology a satyr also known as is a male nature spirit with ears and a tail resembling those of a horse as well as a permanent exaggerated erection Oh, okay.